the MI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening to the NI Golf Podcast episode... 56, Morris. 56. And on the podcast today... We have all the latest news and views from around the pro and the amateur games. Tommy Fleetwood on his race to Dubai chances. And we're selecting the winner, Morris, of our superb tailor-made tour golf bag. Courtesy of Golf Now and with thanks to Rory for signing his moniker on it. Fantastic. Uh, but let's kick off then on with the pro news please Mr Kelly. Okay stage two of the European Tour Q School takes place this week that's the 2nd to the 5th of November at four venues in Spain and we'll have 11 players Morris from this part of the world in action that's Gavin Moynihan, Conor O'Rourke, Rory McGee, Cameron Raymond, Neil O'Brien, Cormac Sharvin, Luke Donnelly, Johnny Caldwell, Kevin Phelan and Gary Hurley. I think there's about 156 or so players and then 18 or so from each venue make it through to the next stage, which is six rounds. The and slog. then after that, there's another stage <laughs> and then there's probably another stage it's and then slog, there's another stage. I'll tell you what, you see every year, we've been doing the podcast now, what, this is the third time we've probably reported on Q School. Yeah. Every year, it just depresses me <laughs> for the guys taking part. <laughs> how hard it is how much competition there is and you know and no more so in the last couple of weeks than than in most weeks and we were just talking about it before we came on air this game has got to be the worst in the world for being up and down like there's no other sport that i can think of where you can go out one day and be relatively okay you can go out the next day with nothing different you know what I mean? It's exactly, it should be exactly the same. Same weather. And you can play like a balloon. And you don't know why. And you don't know why. Because we were just saying before we came on air that I had played a few holes yesterday and I got up to play a few more today and you would have sworn that I had never held a golf club in my life. But that's that's actually how it felt. Yeah, the golf club didn't feel right in my hands. And yet I played less than 24 hours ago. And how did you do 24 hours ago? I actually played all right. The score was all right, but I played okay today, but it, nothing felt the same. You only have to look at, you know, some of the, just some of the scores this year uh, from the tour players. Yeah. Some of the, the days they've had good days, some of the days they've had horrendous days. And it just makes you wonder, why do we bother? <laughs> why do we not just give it up and play Tiddlywinks? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and it's because of that one after yeah. shot yeah the one <laughs> good shot the one good shot on about the 16th or 15th hole yeah. that you go <laughs> I can do this and it brings you back like well, a sucker well you can imagine these these lads trying to make it on the tour screen. that's what I'm saying that's why it's, yeah. I feel so depressed every year six, for these guys four, four rounds this time and then final stage of Q school six rounds so they've got to keep it together for six days like can you, can you imagine waking up maybe day three where you're just in a bubble and you could lose everything, and you pick the club button. You go, this club doesn't, doesn't feel, feel right. And you're on the range, and it feels, and you're hitting, you know, you're <sighs> hitting them well. The range. It just shows you <sighs> a, how good they are, and how mentally strong you must be to manage your game when it's not good. You know, that's where we all fall we need, down. We need to get a decent player on to tell us how they do that. Yeah, that's a good point. How do you go back to that state where yeah. you're not swinging too fast, you're uh -huh. not trying too hard, you're putting yourself in a relaxed state? Yeah. And you're kind of just do it yeah, because yeah. it's just... Or the day, what do you do the day that you wake up and you go to the range and as you say, your swing is all over the place, but you know you have to go out and shoot some sort of score because that must just be, must be frightening. <laughs> and then how many 
eventually get through with potentially to the tour? I think it's only 20 or 25 and yeah. you end up something like that there get full tour cards and then as, as Michael Hoy has explained to us this year you know the categories is then a problem because mm-hmm. you finish if you don't if, if you know if, depending on your where you finish in that final round depends what event you can get into and exactly. you can end up it's category in, 17 or whatever it is not getting into half the events and then you're really chasing your tail you just want to give them a hug <laughs> you do I mean I, I honestly do feel for these every year this comes around I think yeah. oh, here we go again yeah. and I'm not even playing <laughs> by a long shot <laughs> so do you know what I mean just, it's so you'd almost think there has to be a better way but then you think what could that possibly no, be it has to be a meritocracy you know, you know? Uh, it's the final event of the season on the challenge tour season as well the Ras Al Kamai challenge tour grand final in the UAE kicked off yesterday Wednesday Wednesday start yeah, for yeah, this Wednesday. weekend uh, Michael Hoey is the only local in the 45 man field come on Michael uh, the top 15 in the rankings at the close of play on Saturday will earn their tour cards Given that, Michael will need to finish inside the top three to have any chance of claiming a card. And as we stand, it's now Thursday evening when we're recording this. He's currently sitting on 34th after two rounds on level par. So he needs to pull one out of the bag based on. He's going to have to do something remarkable, unfortunately. And European Tour is in Turkey for the sixth Rolex Series event of the season. That's a Turkish Airlines Open. Justin Rose at the Always in contention, Justin Rose defends his title. And Porrick Harrington, Paul Dunn and Shane Laurie are in action. Dunner's leading. He's on seven under with Harrington on six under. And here's what Dunner's had to say. Paul, that was a fantastic put on your final hole, the 10th. Did that pretty much sum up the way the round's gone for you today? Not really, no. I think that was the only put I made over like eight feet. Um, I, I think, you know, I hit a lot of good shots between maybe 100 and 180 yards you know uh, a lot of good you're scoring iron shots um, and every putt outside of 8 feet I left short so that was the, it was actually nice to have a really quick one down the hill so I, and I nearly left it short uh, so I feel like if a couple of them went in it could have been a really good round but having said that I also hit some bad shots got away with it so I'm, I'm not going to complain about it Two birdies in your opening three holes was a pretty good start on a course where you know you're going to have to shoot low consistently to, to be in the, in the hunt yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you knew when you came out here and there was no wind, that and the forecast all week is for no wind. That the scoring was going to be good. The greens are perfect. You know, everything, everything about this week is just ideal for scoring. You know, so, um, yeah, I knew like you're gonna whoever wins is gonna have to be twenty under or lower. So, I mean, it's still a long way to go from seven. So I'll just see if I can build off it tomorrow. It's been quite tough for you over the last few weeks. What's been the major difference in the game today that's seen you shoot an excellent first round? Just the iron play, really. You know, I I, I didn't draw, drive it particularly great. You know, I, I hit great drives on the holes I needed to, which is it was nice to see. But I just hit some nice iron shots. It's been a while since I was, you know, really feeling the compression with my irons and the strike um, and getting my starting line set. So it was nice to see some of those go in close, give myself really good looks at birdie rather than, you know, 30, 40 feet, which is kind of what I've been doing recently. So uh, nice to tighten up that area. And just finally, the overall setup and the condition of the golf course this year? Oh, it was perfect. You know, I played here last year for the first time and it was similar. It was similar setup of the golf course. It was just a little bit breezier. Um, so now, without the breeze, it's just ideal. You know, the, you, you couldn't get a course in better better condition. The greens are rolling so pure. They're not overly fast. Um, the fairways and rough are immaculate. So I mean, it's as good as it gets really for scoring. We'll play today. Thank you. No, you say always in contention, Justin Rose. Yeah. And fair enough, he's had not a bad year. <laughs> Just an average year. <laughs> he's had not a bad year. But did you see him at the end of the WGC in Shanghai? 
I watched a bit of it. There's a wee bit of the pressury thing there. It happened at the Masters. It happened there at the weekend. A wee bit of a weakness there? I think so. I think when he's... And he's maybe just pushing himself too hard. Yeah. He wanted, I think, probably to get back to world number one. Yeah. Um, If he had a one, he'd have been back to world number one. Two unforced errors, 17 and 18, put him pretty much out of contention. You know, that's 17th. Well, that's a great wee hole. It's yeah. the par three. It's a long par three, 17th. You've got the whole of China on your left-hand side and you've got water on the right with a yeah. crickety, crickety wee fence. Yeah. <laughs> and Patrick Reid went down there. Oh, splash. Rose yeah. went down there. And I'm thinking, like, why would... That, that was almost like an amateur shot. Well, yeah, but I suppose pressure does funny things, doesn't it? it do, absolutely. I, 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 honestly, I didn't see it because sometimes those events in China, when you get up and you get the result first, you think I'm not going to bother watching this. You see, they're a bit like they're a bit like your standard amateur, right? <laughs> you st- you just a rose is just like your standard amateur. Yes, you step up on the tee. <laughs> You see that hole, you know yeah. in the back of your head somewhere you're saying, just bail out to the left. Yeah. Just anywhere over to the left. Anywhere over <laughs> anywhere there. And then this other voice on the other shoulder goes, nah. And, and I was going to I was gonna curse her because it's a film, you know, where the two devils appear on his yes. shoulder? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say. <laughs> we'll get banned from SoundCloud. Um, but the other wee devil goes, nah, you can do it. Yeah, you big, can do it. Big you can do it. Get it in there. Get it in there close. Get, get it in there. <laughs> And what do you do? You go with the devil on the other shoulder. Yeah, and the and then you slice it and it goes underwater. There was a, I think there was a bit of that. Well, only just... Now, he, he had to go for it. Yeah, because he's trailing at that he, stage. What was he? Was he... I think he was only one shot off. Right, okay. okay. I think he was on 12 and the boys were on 13. Uh-huh. So he kind of had to go for it a wee bit. Yeah. But, you know, he blew it, basically. Well, well he, he, let's put it this way. He's already still in the hunt there in Turkey. Mm-hmm. After round Aki's one, he's super consistent. With, with the end of the, with the end of the, the end of the tournament, do you think he'd be too far away? It's never too not. far away. Of course not. But listen, in a separate development, still sticking with Hartington on the Ryder Cup front, rumours emerging this week that Porig may have some competition. Oh, oh yes, it looks like Paul Laurie and Robert Carlson are, are also in the mix. So most people are sort of saying, "Oh, it's a done deal." Now it looks like it may not just be a done deal, though he's still favoured by a long way. Um, we mentioned the WGC there. Um, that was obviously won by Xander Shuffle. Uh, he won on the playoff. Yeah. Um, beating Fina. I tell you what, Fina is a hell of a player. I love watching him, don't I? Class. I'll Tony half a swing. <laughs> him and Ram. It never gets a pass parallel. No, nine o'clock. But they all are generate nine, some then, pace. But then, yeah, big explosion. Whereas Shuffle, super smooth. Yeah. So he yeah. playing that playoff hole. You know, he just, he, he was, the shuffle stuck it in the fairway. Finau pulled it into the bunker, so he was kind of snookered there. Um, he had to play out and play onto the green. But shuffle swing, all he had to do, he knew, just get on the green. Yeah. And, just, and chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. Uh, just all over. It was He's a very good player, very close to getting on the Ryder Cup team this year. And you've got to think that he, he may have done it better than some of the other selections. Well, well, uh, what else did I notice from that that WGC? Oh, the, the crowd. Yeah. How I didn't expect the crowd to be as vocal and as into it as they were, and so you know, golf must be seriously on the ascent in uh, in the in the Far East in China. Do you remember when they first went there and they talked about oh they don't understand the etiquette of the game just yet, the camera phones talking in the backswing, yeah. all that sort of stuff, and yet. 
doesn't seem to be any moaning about that now. Do you think the message is starting to get through? Do you think the uh, the prize money is big enough that they don't moan? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Patrick, I, I think Patrick Reeve would have moaned regardless of the prize money. No, there was think, no moaning from Patrick. The, the whole thing has grown and developed yeah. to the point where the fans now understand the crack. Yeah, and they're enjoying because you know you can tell just by the reaction on some yeah. of the shots. Yeah, that they're well into it. Unless, of course, it was piped into the Chinese to make it look. And sound like there was loads of people. Canned there. laughter, canned cheers. I, I wouldn't be no. a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no. Um, another question for you. Go for it. Who's Putnam? Who's what? Who's Putnam? Who's Putnam? He's a player in American tour. Hi. Is but that as much as you know? I think it's Andrew, is it? His name Andrew? No, I don't know. Anyway, what about him? He, no, he was, he was somewhere in the mix. Was he? Well, more or less. And I'm thinking, who is this geezer? Now, I should know. <laughs> yeah, I should know. We probably should know playing a WGC yeah. event. Yeah. But I thought, who's this boy? Where's he come from? How's he playing at WGC? Well, you see, this is the thing about, you know, you, you, can, you can have a half-decent season on the US tour and find your way in the top 50 in the world. It's poxy PGA tour that That's they so do over money. there. So much money, so much money. Let me say if there's anything else I've thought about. Thomas Peters not hole in one. That was pretty spectacular. You see his reaction? Uh, some boy jumped on him. Who was that? Was that, was that? Smiley? So it was was it was it one of the one of the PGA Tour players? A bit of character about uh, him. Uh, he jumped on him, and Peters was like, oh, uh, <laughs> another one, a bit like you, a bit like me, a bit like you, grumpy George. Um, anyway, so back to the America, and it was the uh, what was the one in America? It was the Sanderson. Yeah. Sanderson Farms Championship uh, will be playing out. Uh, but uh, so over in America, it was the Shriners. That was the one. I'm That's this week, yeah. Uh, G-Mag and Seamus Parr are playing the new Phenom uh, on tour, Champ Cameron. What a name, eh? Phenom on tour. Champ, Champ Cameron. Cameron. Freshman's win at the Sanderson Farms Champions uh, will be playing. But recent WGC uh, champion Xander Chauflet, he's missing out. Why is he missing out? Just taking a week off. Taking a week. What about Champ Cameron? Everybody, see everybody talking about him. No. 343 yard average drives and we had that Grand Tour last year it's alright 300 he hits it mate you know they were talking about the perfect modern golfer a long drive guys hit it 400 and something uh, no not, big deal that's unbelievable <laughs> young fella another young fella smashing it I know but that's but it's the not game just that, that but, they're being taught but not just that Morris his putting was off the charts that was the thing that actually made a difference when his putting was off the charts. But he is your archetypal modern golfer. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. Big hitter, decent putter. Yeah. Doesn't matter about in between because you're only hitting hit, 100 yards. If, if you're hitting, you know, wedge shots from 100 yards in, as long as you can be reasonably sharp, you're going to have to give yourself chances. Back on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Aaron Wise has been named Rookie of the Year. And you're going to be like me and go, who? Hey. Which is, you know, sometimes I think I'm not paying any attention. The 22-year-old finished 24th in the 2017-2018 Fellas Cup season. The old wraparound, you love the wraparound. No. He collected four top tens in 29 starts, and he won the AT&T Byron Nelson. He was also a runner-up at the Wells Fargo Championship. And this is what he said to the media. Yeah, it's awesome to get this award, you know. The coolest part about it for me is that all my peers voted on it, all the other golfers I played with, and to be able to know that they followed my career, knew what I did, and I kind of had some of their respect to get this award is pretty cool. Probably the best part, and, you know, it was an up-and-down year. It was crazy, filled of lots of highs, lots of lows, and, you know, I was happy I was able to finish it off really strong, get to East Lake, like you said, and, and kind of walk away with this award. It's a something I'm always going to remember. You only have one year to win it. And for me to be able to do it is pretty cool. Crazy how fast it's all happened. You know, I remember sitting down with my team 
summer 2016 and figuring out what was the best path to get out here and it was through the Canadian tour and I'm happy we did it. I learned so much. I learned how to travel. I learned how to compete. I had a lot of success out there. It gave me a lot of confidence and to be able to kind of go through that tour, go through the web and have success the whole way. It was kind of a, it really helped me when I finished second at, you know, um, Wells Fargo and, and won Byron Nelson. It was pretty cool. Just how confident I felt, and I don't think I would have felt anywhere near that calm and confident if it wasn't for going through those two other tours before that. And I got asked a lot about that when I was at East Lake, and I kind of looked back and laughed. You know, I was when I set the goal, I don't think I knew how hard it would be to get there. I don't think I knew what an honor it would be to be there. And you know, once I was there, and I knew how well I had to play all year, how well I felt like I did, and how I felt like I grew as a golfer to be able to be in that spot, it was pretty cool and I kind of laughed at myself a year before thinking I could do it making a goal and not knowing how hard it would be on another note talking about money talking about money Billy Horschel Billy Ho finished 11th at the HBSBC Champions and became the 76th player in the PGA Tour to surpass 20 million in career earnings 76 Morris some of the numbers sometimes who was the first What's oh, a good question? That's uh, a how, good long, que- how long ago Must was it? Must have been Tiger. Would have been Tiger. Would have been Tiger to be the first to surpass twenty million. That's a very good. Twenty million is a fairly big number, but yeah. I would say probably in earnings now, career mid, earnings. Yeah, mid to late eighties, the, the prize money started to climb. So you need somebody who's really, somebody's, really steady. Yeah. Phil Mickelson. couples. Phil Freddy. Freddy interesting. Maybe. Interesting. Mm. But that's frightening more. 76 people have now won 20 million or more. Oh, it's, it's the game. It's, it's the much they're paid. They're paid ridiculous. Oh. You know, especially if you're up there. Um, I'm winning 77 million tomorrow night on the Euro Millions, by the way. So, Just remember who your mates are. So you can join me in the private jet. Thanks very much. Uh, on the LPGA, Aria Jutanagarn has earned the 2018 Rolex Player of the Year Award. It's the second time in three seasons that the tie has secured the award, some player. Uh, yeah. uh, the LPGA's Asian Swing continues with the Toto Japan Classic. Speaking of swinging. Okay. Swinging skirts. How can you get away with that in this modern swinging world? skirts? Yeah. Like who, who named that tournament? I thought, because I actually heard it, I forgot that it had been on. It's been on a couple of years, hasn't yeah. it? Definitely, yeah. And I heard one of the Sky Sports commentators on Sunday morning. I was up watching from China. It was like six o'clock in the morning. I wasn't awake. And he said, and if you're waiting for the swinging skirts coming up. And I went, what? He's going to get done for that. They're going to haul him over the coals. I thought he was just being a misogynistic pig. Because I, I, I forgot yeah. about the name of the term. Yeah, yeah. And he said, if you're waiting for the swinging skirts. And I went, whoa. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. But actually, that's what it's called. Yeah, and has been for a while. And I don't know if there's a brand over in China and Asia called Swinging Skirts. We'll check that out as well. Yeah. Right, the European Tour have announced their schedule for next year. Some of the key talking points, MJ. January's Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship. Now, that'll be part of the Rolex series. And the French Open, it's dropped out. It's going to be moved to October. The BMW PGA Championship will move to September. And the Tour will also make a stop in Saudi Arabia. Really? Controversial Has question. caused a bit of controversy And good news The British Masters Is back on the schedule And Tommy Fleetwood Our old mate Tommy Fleetwood He's going to be the host At Hillside Golf Club Tommy's still hoping To chase down his mate Francesco Molinari To win the race to Dubai title um, And he spoke to Sky about it It has been consistent And I've been doing 
I've been doing a lot of good stuff. Um, just uh, all too often, just now and again, I've put a little bit too much bad stuff in there and it's cost me a little bit. So the results are great. And on, if you look at it on a blank canvas and you look at the results, you say, oh, you know, that's great. But when sometimes it gets a little bit, bit frustrating when you do so much good stuff and you know you do enough to get a result maybe a little bit better that it just becomes a little bit frustrating at times but you have to take the positives and keep keep that momentum keep moving forward and um, every day I'm practicing so far it feels good and I feel very close so just tr just try and keep that up for now I'm not playing next week but there was something on the entry list I don't know why my name was still on it so I've actually only got one week before Dubai to um, to catch up whatever I'd need to and I mean it's not it's honestly not massively at the forefront of my mind. I would love to, I would love to go to Dubai with a chance, and I would obviously love to uh, defend my race to Dubai title. But um, there's a few things that have got to happen before then, and I've got to make sure that I do things right on a daily basis this week, really. And um, I'm not sure what the minimum position is, what I would need to have a chance. I don't really want to look at that. And um, hopefully, I do enough this week. I mean, I would love to be around on Sunday this week with a chance of winning and seeing if I can um, get another win so there's there's things that come before that but as always it's always going to be there in the back of your mind it always is and it's such a massive it's such a massive achievement and to be to be here at this time of the year with a chance I think is a is another good sign of the year that you've had I knew they couldn't drop the British Masters wasn't there? Well, they didn't yeah. have a sponsor didn't or whatever. Have a sponsor. Yeah. yeah, there was just genuine fears that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but Eddie Pepper was on, and Eddie actually at the time didn't know about it. Didn't know it was was genuinely worried that it was going to come off. Now, still no word in a sponsor yet. So that must mean European tour. Uh, that will be pretty pretty happy. They'll get one handed off. Uh, Ireland's challenged her hopefuls made no progress at the Andalusian PGA Euro Pro Tour Championship at Desert Springs Golf Club in Spain. Royal Dublin's Niall Kearney was the uh, leading Irishman of the event. He finished tied for sixteenth. Leading Irishman on the order of merit was Brendan McCarroll, who finished fifteenth. On with the amateur news. Well, firstly, congratulations to Gareth McNeely and Trevor Hillen, who played their part in Europe's success over the USA at the Phoenix Cup. The Phoenix Cup is a disabled golf team event organised by Scottish Disabled Golf and Curling. This year's event was held in Florida. Congratulations well, well to you done. boys. I remember last year when Joe Rooney got two aces in the one round at your club. That's me. County Armagh. Yep. Well, another amateur golfer has repeated the feat, this time in Australia. Jim Grant holed out for ones at 11 and 17 at Greenacres Golf Course in Kew in Melbourne and of course we know it's no big deal now because if Mike Malone who works for Trackman from yeah. here who plays at Beaver can do That's it right. any balloon can do it <laughs> That's probably Mike's probably thinking of stuff. You used to be a nice fellow. He <laughs> I, was, I he was going to give you a, a second hand track. Well, no, you know? he wasn't. No, he never was. No. <laughs> but I still can't believe that that was the case. And yeah. I, I remember, so I said to you before, I chatted to him the next day, and he was obviously on cloud nine, yeah. and everyone was talking to him about it. It's still unbelievable. Did, didn't we say the odds at the time were something like. <laughs> The guys that that Australian report was obviously lifted off Australian uh, Australian golf website, and they had tried to work out what the exact stats were, and couldn't. It's sixty six to one million or some daft thing, or sixty six million to one, or something weird. But it changes the up and down changes of exactly what the stats are. Let's put it this way, it's pretty unusual, and yet we've heard of at least three people doing it now. Mm -hmm. 
Mars, how's your whole one story? Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not talking about that still. Royal Belfast golfer Aoife Muir carded a superb 42 points to win the ILGU Junior Medal Final at Seapoint Golf Club for handicapper Olivia McChrystal. She's from Hollywood. She certainly is. Took home a silver medal with 31 gross points. And Thomas Higgins uh, won the Ulster Boys Championship at Royal Portrush with nine under. Great score. That's a hell of a score. Now they were, were playing at Dunluce, they were playing on the Valley. And speaking of Hollywood, Keaton Morrison, uh, he was best the best of the Ulster players on three under. So well done, Keaton. Yeah. And we're more or less getting the stage, Morris, where the amateur golf's kind of dried up. That's it. That's it. Now that was the That's last. It. The boys That's was the last. Last there. event. Yeah, there was. Keaton a, and Tom were playing on it as well. Yeah, and, yeah, there was a couple of events down in Munster, but once once the Halloween break goes. That's it, Morris. We're done dust of the outer golf, except for winter leagues. I have signed up this year. Yes. So Yours hasn't it. started yet. Armaz has started, Morris, and uh, <coughs> Mr. Kelly came in with uh, 39 points on Sunday. Off the forward off the forward tees. Lift clean in place. Lift clean forward in place everywhere. Tees. Through yeah. the greens. Oh, the whole heap. Uh, well, you can't really up. bum and blow, can you? <laughs> Here, have you, started, um, have you started doing the 2019 rules yet? Are you still being a stickler? Uh, no, you have to, you, ha- you cannot play. Of course, you can. You can't you play at twenty nine. Local you, local rules. Well, any club can set up their own rules. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Local rules. And are you are you playing that with your your your? your? We're not playing the, the the rule changes yet. But speaking of the rule changes, yes. Uh, Andrew Snoddy, who is a European Tour uh, yeah, official, yeah, uh, and referee, and basically all, all, all right, good guy, good guy, has agreed to come on the podcast next time, yeah, and give us a rundown of all the new rules that are coming yeah, in right. round, the most salient ones. Yes, the ones because there is, believe it or not, obviously they've tried to make it simple, but of course, in trying to make it simple, they've left some room for interpretation, which is why I got involved in a heated Twitter debate I know, but on that, Sunday. And what's the chances of what you were <laughs> suggesting? Happening. I explain again to me. Well, okay. So, uh, the why did you do this? I'm just going to quaff on a quite a nice uh, white wine riesling from yeah. <laughs> uh, the finest de Tesco range. <laughs> so work away there. Our great friend Kevin Connolly, who runs the Northwest Open, had been playing golf and had buried one in the bunker. Now he claims he claims that he'd tried to hit a nice high shot into the green. I think it was a skull. But anyway, it had buried in the face of the bunker. And he claimed he had buried it right into the face of the bunker, so much so that it had gone through the sand into the soil below. So That's scald all right. Yeah, he can say what he likes. That's scald. 75 miles an hour. Exactly. The bottom line was, his question was, what is the rule in here? Is it an embedded ball? He's in the bunker. Yes. He's, yes. It's, he's through the bunker. He's, he's, in, the, in, he's the bunker. in the bunker. He's in the sand. He's in the hazard. He's through the sand. Yeah. He's still in the hazard. Yeah. So what is the ruling? And they've started this whole debate on Twitter about 2019 rule rules. rule is get your bucket and spade out <laughs> and dig it out. Well, I did offer to send him a spade. <laughs> Turns out, yes, that Andrew then come on with a definitive ruling. You're in the bunker. Take your, your, your medicine. In other words, if you're going to have to take up unplayable, Regardless so of where what you're taking was, a playable. what was Kevin suggesting? Well, he was trying to work out where you can get relief from an embedded ball. <laughs> for playing him for asking. Uh, you know, you can't argue with that sort of initiative. And then the question was... Who do you um, think is, Phil Mickelson? <laughs> what would happen? What's going to happen then in 2019 when the rules slightly change about what you can do in and out of bunkers? Yes. So could you take an unplayable and would you drop it outside? So all these things Andrew will try and help us with next time we're on. He will. Uh, before we go, 
show, we have to do the draw for the fantastically wonderful golf bag uh, that was donated kindly by Golf Now UK yes. and Ireland and yes. TaylorMade and signed by one Mr. Roy McElroy who uh, kindly stuck his name to it up at the Irish Open when we were there. You didn't stalk him to his house then, like you said? Didn't you stalk did. him to his house. No, okay, uh, even though you did threaten Stalk him to the range at, at Ballyleffin. <laughs> Here, speaking of Ballyleffin, were you up there recently? No, I did go up with the press golf. Then another wonderful day up there. Daz won. Yes. Well done, Your Daz, mate Daz. One of our players. Who, yeah, well done, yeah, Daz. Yeah. 36 points. On I, think, I think, surprisingly enough, Morris, when you go up there in September, October, some of the days they're getting up there crisp clear days right, but this was actually quite windy I think was it yes, so, played it does. anyway we digress yeah. right the draw for the competition so it was on all of our social media channels it was on Facebook Twitter and uh, Instagram and YouTube and we asked you to like share comment and make sure you like the various pages whichever one you were uh, entering from so I can't find where's my bit of paper because I wrote it all down um, the numbers oh here we go so uh, I have numbered our social media channels one to four in no particular order so pick a number between one and four what oh sorry you need to say you something to say no point in point three three you can't just hold up fingers <laughs> so three is the podcast people are listening it's audio it's not visual <laughs> so three okay three correlates to Facebook and on Facebook there were 236 proper like shares comments <clears throat> now there were more shares but people forgot to put their name on them yes. and they forgot to like the page and all that kind of yes. stuff so there's 236 sort of bona fide entries uh -huh. on facebook uh -huh. pick a number between one and 236 you have to say this as well you oh sorry yes okay i'm going to go for 124 right 124 so we will go down all of the comments we'll do it after the end of the podcast uh -huh. We shall find out who was comment number 124, and you are the winner of the golf bag. So well Congratulations. done. Yeah, you. Well done. We'll stick it up on Facebook and Twitter and yep. all this. And we'll do a wee video as well. Uh, as well. So well done to number 124 on Facebook. You are the winner of the golf bag. Thanks again to Golf Now and TaylorMade. And that's it from us. We're back in a couple of weeks when we'll have Andrew on from the European Tour talking rules. Yeah. The... Is the whole European Tour and Challenge Tour over? Today's the final Challenge Tour event. It is a final right. Challenge Tour and then the European Tour will finish in two weeks' time, two or three weeks' time in, in uh, Dubai, the Race to Dubai. Race to Dubai yeah. final and today is the Race to... Race to Al Kamin. Well, that's well, on the Challenge well. Tour. So it'll be all over basically? Yeah, that's more or less a season finish, Morris. Oh, oh, that means what I can cancel my, my Sky Golf uh, subscription. <laughs> you stick, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, for playing the Winter League. Good on you, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Okay, before we go, we're back. Just, Hang on, here. Oh, oh, your sorry, 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 sorry. No, there we go. Right, now we're laughing. Now see, we're laughing. We went away there, and we counted down the comments to find out who the winner was. And the winner is... Dave Tade O'Sullivan. Dave Tate O'Sullivan from, from Glengariff. Where's that? Down around County Cork direction, we believe. Our, our geography wouldn't be Because you think there's a Glengariff up in here? Antrim direction, but I could be wrong. But certainly when we checked out Dave's Facebook page, that's what came up. It sent us to Cork, but then <laughs> anything could happen. So Dave Tate O'Sullivan, we well will, done to you. Congratulations. You've won the golf bag. Fantastic. All you got to do now is drive up and get it. <laughs> We'll get it posted out to you probably before the Irish Open next year. <laughs> well done, Dave. Cheers. Bye. All right, don't touch me. See woo. Shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. See woo. Shaking that ass.
taking that ass.